0: Now uh, this week is World Breastfeeding Week. It begins uh, today. Uh, Professor Louise Kenny, Executive Pro Vice Chancellor at the University of Liverpool and Professor of Maternal and Fetal Health, it joins us now. Um, Louise, I suppose the benefits of uh, breastfeeding um, we probably we've probably heard them a few times, but l- remind us again what those those benefits are.
1: Yeah, obviously. Um, Good morning. So, yeah, so there are a huge number of benefits, um, some that are very well known in the short term. Um, Like, for example, it's the perfect nutrition. So every breastfeed is specific for that baby at that time. Uh, It's readily available, always served at the right temperature and it's free. Um, But in terms of baby's health, we know that breastfed babies have um, a lower risk of uh, infections. They're less likely to have ear infections and stomach bugs. As they grow, they've got a lower risk of asthma. Um, And we know that the benefits of breastfeeding go on into adult life. So babies that were breastfed grow up into adults that have a lower risk of obesity and type 1 diabetes. And there's also been some really intriguing work recently, which uh, shows that babies who are breastfed are more likely to do well at school. They have a higher IQ. Um, And it's not just good for babies. it's It's good for mums as well. Mums who breastfeed have a lower risk of breast cancer. Um, and also themselves a lower risk of uh, obesity and diabetes. So the benefits, the benefits are multiple and they go on for a very long time.
0: Uh, huge benefits and very obvious benefits. And yet here in Ireland, I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but here in Ireland, we have some of the lowest breastfeeding rates in the world. Why do you think that is?
1: We do. And unfortunately, it's quite similar in the UK. Um, I've worked both in Ireland and the UK and they have similarly depressingly low rates of breastfeeding. Um, look, there's a couple of reasons why we have such uh, low breastfeeding rates. I think one of the big ones is that it's, it's cultural. Um, we've got low rates of breastfeeding that go back a couple of generations now. And it's quite difficult if you're a young mum to do something that you can't, you know, you can't see, you can't be what you can't see. Um, so if there isn't a culture of breastfeeding, it's, it's, it's difficult. Um, and, I, I, you know, I, I'm perplexed as to why that is, because it's natural, it's wholesome, it's completely healthy for mum and baby, and yet somehow it seems to be stigmatised. And we certainly don't make it easy for young mums uh, who wish to breastfeed. Um, even if you look at, you know, shops and restaurants and things, there are very few that have appropriately, uh, appropriately situated places for breastfeeding. And sometimes those that do have facilities, you know, next to or actually in the toilets, You know, and I certainly wouldn't eat my dinner in the toilet. So I don't see why we expect. uh, H.C. Louise,
0: uh, when you say, you know, acceptable places for breastfeeding, I mean, is everywhere not an acceptable place to breastfeed?
1: Well, that's I mean, that was going to be my next point. Um, You know, the fact that we do have to provide these places, I think, signifies a a bigger issue. The fact that um, breastfeeding, in my opinion, should be so normalized that you should be able to do it anywhere and at any time. And yet you know somehow that 's not the case. I think the the main reason, however, why we um, we don 't have higher breastfeeding rates is because of a lack of um, skilled um, resource both in pregnancy and critically in the early postnatal period to encourage breastfeeding there's been a lot of research done on this uh, throughout the world and we know the one the single biggest um, intervention that we can do to increase breastfeeding rates is to put in antenatal education and critically postnatal support from skilled uh, healthcare workers uh, particularly midwives now we know that um, Ireland um, and the UK have relatively low rates of midwives there are Certainly, in the UK at the moment, a huge number of vacancies within the midwifery uh, profession, um, and we know that uh, postnatal support is pretty patchy. Um, we don't, have, we have very little postnatal support at all in Ireland, um, and putting in midwives who are available to go and see young first time mums in their home uh, every day for the first few mm. weeks after birth because that's crucial. Be the single greatest invention absolutely
0: because yeah. yeah. it can be a challenge uh, when you're breastfeeding at first and um, there, there are there are can be challenges about that you do need help and guidance
1: oh absolutely i always say to all the mums that i look after in pregnancy uh, breastfeeding is is not easy yes for some for some women it absolutely is but i breastfed both my babies now i've got a phd a medical degree and i've run a marathon and i always say that breastfeeding my babies was still the hardest thing that i've ever done <laughs> really? so yeah absolutely and you do need encouragement and support and um,
0: just finally i mean the, the, those Idiots who tut tut when they see women breastfeeding, and they can be women, uh, probably in in many cases more often women than men. Is that gone, or is that still a is that still a factor?
1: No, I think it's still. I think you you can sometimes still see it. Women are feel um, very stigmatised if they breastfeed in public. There is still that kind of element of shame. Um, now you know. Hopefully, it's getting less because we are becoming a lot more open and aware. Um, as a society, that breastfeeding is is normal and that it's healthy and that it's uh, a brilliant public health intervention, but I think you know in certain quarters it still is uh, it still is an issue.
0: Okay, we we'll leave it there, Professor Louise Kenny, Executive Pro Vice Chancellor at the University of, Limerick, uh, <laughs> University of Liverpool, not Limerick. My apologies. Uh, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman
1: in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on new talk